Hey, what it do with the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holler at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me. Absolutely. I am Spike Lou on them same social sites. Holler at your boy, boy. How you feeling out there? You back popping, moving around? Yeah, man, I'm out here in these streets, man, feeling good, feeling great. Can't say the same for those cowboys, though. How about those cowboys? One good time for those cowboys. You know why we are America's team? Because everybody got a comment about us when we lose. That's why. That's why we're America's team. It's okay. We get it. It's the number um, one brand in sports. I get it. I understand. Listen. We move the needle. Um, Shout out to my guy, though. I had to mess with you, though. And that's only because somebody already asked me, hey, you got to fuck with them about the Cowboys. But I don't even like fuck with people about their sports team because I'm up next, nigga. And we play Especially Saturday. when your team's still in it. That's what whole I'm saying. I don't like... <laughs> whole lot of Titans fans out there that better be on they bend and knee next week because them Texas flying, nigga, because I got a whole lot of Titans fans, whole lot of uh, Bengals fans. No, you don't. Okay. You ain't got a whole lot of Bengals fans, though. A you couple. Got that. A couple. <laughs> one. One Bengals. I'll be honest. One. The only one on earth. The only black person on earth that's a Bengals fan. Shout out to my guy, Heat Gang Pedo, man. He told me to fuck with you about that. I said, I got him. I hear Titans fans. He was in the text, too. It's all right. It's okay. But I hope Joe Joe Burrow don't come to Nashville and light it up. Oh, shit. Um, But that's that's sports. Let's get into the hip-hop, man. If you ain't copped your on-deck TV crew neck, the link is out there. It's in the bio. Check it out, man. Appreciate the people that have copped. Nice little week for the sweaters on the drops, man. So y'all go get y'all this available different uh cloth different thickness for the higher yeah. price ones so just copy some man they just went on sale pause on that thickness oh <laughs> hilarious action pack show today guys got a couple things cracking off man wwe versus griselda say it ain't so uh we got a brand new kendrick lamar project that's a movie with the south park creator not exactly what we were looking for maybe maybe not and Corday dropped his second album Bird's Eye View you know how we get down we're gonna break that down on that TV style but first my guy Kanye has been in a news cycle like crazy lately not only did he drop a new single with the game not only did he may or may not have fired on a paparazzi he got a new model actress girlfriend he couldn't get into his daughter's birthday party he's been everywhere my question to you is a good or bad look for Kanye to be in this 24-hour news cycle? Um, I don't think this is a good look, man. I think you do the Nori interview and you get out of Dodge. I keep referencing that for the last couple of shows because that was it. Uh, for the Don to roll out, your Kanye West, that's all you needed. Now, you not in a situation, a stage no more where you got to date the model and you got to call the paparazzi and do a fake fight and you got to act like you can't get in your daughter's birthday and you got to do a single with game and you got to be with AB. You take a fully clothed pick with Jay Prince in Belize running my spot hot. Uh, all of the above is too much. Like, is Donda 2 coming tomorrow? Like, what, <laughs> what's going on? I don't understand why he out in the streets like this dude. You're Kanye fucking West. Part of the reason that you get to the point where you are Kanye West is so you ain't got to do all of this shit, bro. I can wear my big goofy-ass Gap sweater, courtside to the game with my new bitch, and I can go home. I ain't got to, like, cry and do all of this on Instagram. I let y'all know what it was with the Nori interview on Drink Champs. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. And we gone, dude. Donda 2 on the way. Like, I don't have to do this anymore. It confuses me every time that this happens especially like with an album already out. This ain't album promo. It ain't going to come out. Like there's nothing really that you're promoting other than just being Kanye West. And I assume that's the goal. See, that's the thing. You damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Mm. If he's doing all this and he's got a release date, then people are saying, oh, he's only doing this because he has a release date. It makes sense. If you're you're doing all this and you don't have a release date, uh, why are you doing all this? You don't even have a release date. Get out of our face. No, listen, I I like what's going on. Well, I am concerned slightly, though. Kanye looks like he hasn't slept in weeks. Like this nigga has been literally across the globe. And over the, this nigga has been globe trotting, dude, for the last seven to fifteen business days, 
And I'm concerned that this nigga's going to fall out of exhaustion because he's been everywhere, seen with everybody. Um, he's got a lot going on. But again, as long as the music is not affected, then I'm cool. You listen to that game, that song with him in game, it's banging. He done linked back up with Hit Boy. They done squash whatever they had. So they back working together. Apparently, he's working on Donda 2. Don't expect that anytime soon. Let's be very clear about that. Ever. We, if ever, that's a fact. But I'm I'm not mad at what he got going on. He is contradicting himself just a little bit, though. Like, um, you're trying to get your girl back, or you were trying to get Kim back, but now you got the little you got the little actress chick from from uh, Uncut Gems. Uh, so I like that's that's a little. And you beefing with Pete Davidson at the same time, though. Like that's what now, you can like. do that though. You can do that though. You can you can that. have a new chick and beef yeah. with your your wife new boyfriend. Like all of this yeah. shit is a farce. No, you can do that. Because here's the reason. S-E, farce. Word P- of the P- day. No. Pete Davidson got to understand you can't just do me any kind of way. Because if I was 50 Cent, you'd be scared to date Kim K. But you're not. So I'm letting you know that I'm Kanye West and you should be scared to nah, date Kim You're a man K. of God. You're a man of God. You're out here preaching the, the Lord's word. So you say, let me let them move on. Quit harassing these people, man. And nigga, I seen one of the funniest tweets and it was talking about the new single with Game. And it was like niggas in there dancing and partying and Kanye rapping for his life and his wife and his kids back. And nigga, Game got a ball of hen and they're hyping shit. Nigga, you ain't even listening to the bars, bro. You just hype. You got a Kanye verse. Nigga, get out of here. This shit lame, dude. This is lame. I, I have really like two, though. Huh? <laughs> Kanye, he was going off. Too. He was going off. But 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 the, the, here go the thing. The read you said he damned if he do, he damned if he don't. Back. He created that scenario. We didn't as consumers. You're always trying to sell us something. So everybody's always skeptical now when you in the public eye, like ah, what this nigga got going on now? Like, is he trying to sell something? Is he pushing mental illness? Like, what what he really got going on? You can't trust him. So that's the life of a celebrity, a public figure. No, remember, no, remember when, no, remember no, when, don't, um, do don't do that. That's a fact, though. You got niggas like Snoop, like one of the, 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 I was listening to Snoop on Joe Rogan. I think I may have said this on here. I'm not sure, but the first question that he asked Snoop, he was like, dude, how do you do all the different shit? Like with Martha Stewart, then you can go do be Snoop Dogg, and then you can go do the weed. She's like, like, dude, I just keep it real. I'm me. I sell myself. Kanye West don't do that. Like that ain't that ain't the the normal life of a celebrity ain't what Kanye West is doing. He making it that you can make it what Snoop make it. You can make it what niggas who are somewhat normal make it. But he's stirring this whirlwind up, dude. There's levels to it. There's levels. Yeah. I mean, if you want to drum up the numbers that he drum up, I guess you got to do this shit, too. That's what I'm saying. He got a lot of shit going on. (laughs) But he creates it, though. He do this shit. He, so, yeah, he's always so, said he's cool with that, though. But I'm just saying, we, I'm not going to sit here and say the paparazzi fight was fake and all that. I'm going to say the paparazzi exaggerated. <laughs> that's so it's Kanye fake. West. Of course, nigga. I do the same thing, A billion dollars. Yes, I'm nigga fa- punched him. My teeth fell I'm, out and everything, bro. All that. <laughs> I'm falling completely on nigga. the floor, nigga. You ain't talking about nothing. Kanye, yes. my boy, but nigga, I'm going to see you in court. I'm at a neck brace. <laughs> yes, I can't even walk, nigga. Roll me in there, nigga. Straight wheelchair. Kanye wilding, though. He wilding. He's doing too, way too much. Speaking of doing way too much, and I'm to the point where I think this is trolling. Mm. It was a Kendrick Lamar announcement. It wasn't from TDE. It was from a film company. A film company where Kendrick Lamar co-produced or is co-producing a new comedy with South Park creators about a slave reenactor person who's dating a real slave owner's daughter animal brown my question to you is simple are you here for this and my answer is even simpler nigga no the fuck what is going on in tde i don't know tde don't know bro he ain't and they probably talked to punch in (laughs) 12 months dude at least Nigga, uh, let me read the official synopsis. Please. The movie will depict the past and present coming to a head when a young black man who is interning as a slave reenactor at a living history museum discovers that his white girlfriend's ancestors once owned his. 
Now look, dude. I'm here for South South Park is funny. The dudes that make South Park, they're pretty funny. They have a very specific type of humor. That's cool. This seems like they got Kendrick Lamar just so they could have a black person next to this. So it didn't just sound, it didn't just look like two curly hair white dudes making this goofy ass movie, dude. Like I like based off of the description, I'm not, I'm not here for it at all. I'm super good. But the two dudes are funny. They've made funny shit before. So I'm not saying it's impossible that this can't be pulled off. I'm just not here for it. And I'm damn sure not here for this coming from Kendrick. Like, I don't know. He might be done, bro. Like, he might do this Super Bowl halftime. If he ain't got an album out by this halftime show, we're not getting one, bro. We're just going to get this shit. We're going to get shit just like this. Hmm. Um, why would the halftime show be the deadline? He can't do new songs there. No, he can't. But he, that, that'll be the most promo in the history of Earth. Like mm. if you, that's one big commercial. So if you had a new, people usually new drop single. new records. At, new at, you singles. know what I'm saying? They drop new songs. They drop new singles. He may drop a single around it. But if you got that stage mm-hmm. and you don't do anything and your album has been on the way for years, it's not like he just dropped a, two months ago. His albums, we've been waiting on it. Nigga, Wednesday better time to do it than the, when you're walking off the Super Bowl stage. Nigga, my new yeah. single out right now. Like what? Right. True. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't oh. expect new music by then, since you put it that way. I agree 100%. This right here, this is a troll, and this is racist. Fuck it. I'm just going to call this racist. I don't want to see, like, and I'm being facetious when I say this, but really, not really. Like, why you got to get Kendrick Lamar to do this? Go get Young Thug or Kodak Black or somebody who we don't need an album from again here recently and just do work with them. It'll still be as funny, but you got to go get one of the most prolific. Um, what is it? What did he win? Pulitzer? Didn't he win the Pulitzer Prize? Like, you got to go get him to co-sign your bullshit from South Park? Nah, I don't like it. I, I don't like this at all. I don't like the idea. They may be funny, but I don't like them being funny with Kendrick Lamar. I don't think that Kendrick Lamar has reached that place that Rihanna's reached where she's never going to drop an album again. I do think that he loves it a little bit more. But I just don't understand, and I guess we're not supposed to as just laymen and, and, and just regular consumers around the business, but I don't get what they're doing. At some point in time, they're going to have to answer for this Kendrick Lamar album that needs to come out and should have been out and should have been in rotation with the other top dogs in the industry. I don't like this. Again, being facetious, I'm calling it racist on the surface, but them go recruit the Kendrick Lamar and tie his name to us just to throw another slave content a slave show out there i don't want to see it fuck it no now, here's the thing though <laughs> do you trust kendrick lamar that he wouldn't do some bullshit though even though it's not an album it's not what we're asking for no one asked for this but even though it's not what we're asking for do you trust him to put out something dope even if it's not music though that's a great question and i don't trust that he's going to be involved enough with this for mm. this, with the tagline that I read and the description that we've given, I don't think he's going to be involved enough for this to be good. Other things, maybe. Like, creatively, we see what he's done with albums. Creatively, we see what he's done with videos, even with the noisy stuff and how that was. I think he had a hand in that. We see that he's a creative person. So I do think that outside of the booth, like, I want him to flourish and live life, but I do want him to feed the beast, dude. Like, like with how he came out of the gate, it may be selfish of me, but I feel like you at least owe us a send off. And it, the last album just wasn't it. So maybe this is it. Maybe this slave <laughs> show is it with the fucking <laughs> South Park producers. Tell you who's there's a it. there's a world in which this is slick funny. It's just not what I'm. I, nobody asked for it. That's all. It's cool and it could be funny. But you're right. There is a world where this is funny, but let it be funny with Kodak Black. No, like why can't it be funny with Cameron? Like, like I don't need Kendrick Lamar. This ain't the look that, as a Kendrick Lamar fan, I want for him. Just reading the tagline to it, and it may come out surprise me, and I may say, "Oh, I'm wrong. This was actually good." Cool. If I even check it out, like I'm saying, tying his name to this and then showing me that in the description only frustrates me more so That's than it does make me excited. That's a fact. It didn't help. Yeah. It, it, hey, description like, reads like, terribly. Especially if you ain't got music, nigga. That's. <laughs> Nigga, come in. You know the soundtrack, nigga. Fuck fucking that, South man. Park shit, nigga. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so, 
Oh, uh, shit. Oh, man. Next up, dude. Um, avid WWE wrestling fan, Westside Gun, woke up the other day to seeing one of his videos being snatched off of all streaming sites. Why? Hmm. Because of copyright claims made by the WWE. You know, he uses a lot of samples. The WWE is like, nope, you didn't holler at us for clearance. It's a Reynolds rap. Uh, my question to you, whose side are you on? Are you on the WWE or West Side Gun? I grew up on wrestling. I used to watch WWF, all the tapes. Used to love it. Now, I'm going to call this again as far as racist. Like The announcer was the guy that had a problem. Didn't want um, Griselda, specifically West Side Gun, using a clip that he take, that he had taken out of a match that he was announcing. And I, I, I couldn't help but think if it was Eminem or Machine Gun Kelly that this guy would be honored to have his fucking music or have his little announcements in someone's music. I just think that he probably looked up West Side Gun, seeing who it was and everything associated with, and he had a problem. Now, I can't prove that. I don't know that that's true. But just looking up this story and looking at that guy and his gripe, and as long as they've been quoting the WWE and as much as they bring it to it, not, and I know the WWE is huge, huge, but they still, Griselda I'm talking about, and Westside specifically speaking to his love for wrestling, Wale speaks to his love for wrestling. There's a, still a crowd that those guys attract it doesn't get spoken to this big, like that type of culture inside wrestling. So WWE can capitalize off of that as opposed to saying, oh, man, take all the music videos down. Like, what harm is it doing? Like, yeah. I, so, I don't like it. Listen, I, I, I get it. Listen, we've woken up to copyright flags on content that we made, and nobody wants to see that. This shit is it's annoying. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it's, it's annoying more than anything. And you got to jump through a whole bunch of hoops and flags and shit to get your shit back up. It's stupid. It's a waste of time. Right. However, the uh -oh. same way with any type of sample, when you're making a beat, bro, you got to clear the sample, dude. Like, are they just using these just like, fuck it, we're just going to do it willy-nilly? And, or did they get information to where they figured they don't need to get permission to use you know, because it's usually just clips of somebody talking or announcer or blah, 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 blah. So they, maybe they thought they were protected. They didn't They didn't have to do that. But you have to take those steps, bro. Like, this the same. Go back and listen to, um, I, I was listening to T.I.'s album, The Libra. And that song, speaking of Griselda, with Conway, the, they switched the beat up. The beat doesn't sound the same anymore. Why? Because there was a sample in it that they probably didn't clear before they put the album out. So they had to take it out and make a whole other beat. Like you have to do the due diligence. Somebody on the team, not even necessarily Westside Gun, not necessarily the, the rappers, but somebody on the administrative side has to have this covered. So I can't blame the WWE because they may or may not be clueless to the culture, even though I know Wale does work with them. And um, matter of fact, Gun has done some work with some wrestling outlets. I'm not sure if they're related to the WWE or not, but would it be smart for the WWE to link up with Griselda? A hundred percent. But I can't knock them for going, who's using our content without permission and then flagging their shit, bro. I, like, I can't knock that, even though it will make 110% more sense to link up with them, though. Especially this announcer, bro. These announcers, don't they don't know what the fuck West Side Gun is, dude. And they don't mm. care. Actually, if this was Eminem, they probably wouldn't like this shit either, because you got to realize they don't like the culture. People like mm. Eminem, Snoop Dogg, West Side Gun, they're the culture. They don't like that. It's foreign mm. to them. So if this is an old 80-year-old WWE announcer that's been doing this shit for 20 years, dude, he does that shit looks foreign to him. He see West Side Gun with the grill and the chain. Like he don't know what that is. What is this? The fuck? Nigga probably from Iowa, dude. Like he doesn't, he don't know, dude. So sure. he just hearing his shit being used and he didn't give permission. And he probably just wants to check. Let's be honest. Everything money fixes everything at the end of the day. All of that sounds good in the perfect world. And I'd love to agree with you, but I'm going to read a quote to you instead. Mm. Once I'm done, you tell me what you think. Okay. This is from Greg Hamilton, the guy that you're referring to. He's the WWE announcer. He goes to Twitter and he says, well, West Side Gun, let's hope <laughs> that since you stole my voice for your incoherent kindergarten fables, 
that you saved up enough to deliver for DoorDash because <laughs> you are and you will be paying me for years. Apologize and I'll think about not collecting every dime for the rest of your life. Or I can just get WWE lawyers. That's okay, too. Settle with my lawyer and don't ever use my voice again. This is so wrong. He continued, TikTok, the longer this goes, the longer I have in court. You ready to settle or do I want to dance with the WWE lawyers? This is a slam dunk. The price goes up by the day. Like I said, money. The dude that you're defending. Like I said, money. It's all the fuck out of here, man. He's a bum. I just said that. <laughs> this dude's a scumbag. You said that he might 80 years and may not know. He's very aware of what and who the fuck the West Side Gun is. He's jealous. This reads as jealousy. Are you popping? Who is this? Some young hot chick that he was trying to bag was playing his West Side around her. She was getting hyped. He tried to talk to her and he didn't, she didn't even fucking look his way. Now he feels dejected and he's a bum and he want to take the Twitter and use his Twitter fingers. Get out of here, Greg Hamilton. You're a loser. He's definitely hating, though. Don't get it twisted. He's hating, again, but he wants a bag, though. He do want a bag. And, but, and he's, a younger, again, he's a younger dude, so that's let me know he really wants a bag. You looking up? How, how old he look to you? And he just released. He, he was just released by WWE in, in uh, November of last year. Ah, so he or need October that of last year. I'm sorry. So he, so need, he that. need that bag. He's in between jobs right now. He needs his bag. Yeah, okay. I knew Vince McMahon didn't sign off on this bullshit. They just <laughs> had to act on it because he pulled this shit up out of his ass. He was probably raising hell. They fired him. And they're like, yeah, you know, but we got to do it. Okay. It makes more sense now. Do, do you do diligence with them samples, though? You Like, you have to do that, bro. Like, that wouldn't have cost shit. Now nah, you got to deal with this jackass. Hmm. So you're telling, like, if he pull his voice, if he pulling that off YouTube and this is a wrestling clip that's on YouTube, he got to pay dude or get the sample clear? Is that how that works? Yeah, I'm saying he got to clear it before it gets put out. And that's with anything that someone yeah. else, like, has talked on, used, all of that. You could, it's going to cost a whole lot less than what it's about to cost now. Who should know that? This was, Well, his lawyer should know that. Yeah, right? law, some, some type of lawyer. Your, I feel like this was before they got, team. I feel like this was before they got to, where they really had their business right, right? Possibly. I, well, I, well, I don't know. Uh, West Side come off as a very, got a strong business, business acumen. Hmm. Who yeah, knows? But well, yeah, it's going to cost them and that's blowing it. Damn you, Greg Hamilton. You're a hater. That's yeah, he is hate want. though. Next, before we get out of here, man, my guy, the king of the South, the, the often disrespected by people, Clifford Harris, T.I., got on IG Live on Beyonce's internet, and he said that he's never been watched on a song. Fact or fiction? <laughs> it's not that funny. Relax. My Let nigga. me get that laugh out first. Nigga, Relax. This is, this is nigga, Zane book fiction, nigga. What the fuck? Stop. This is Avatar fiction, bro. Stop. I fuck with T.I. Heavy. I think he mm. is one of the strongest discographies in all of hip-hop. I think he is one of the greatest rappers of all time. I do. Uh, if you had him on your Mount Rushmore, I wouldn't be mad at you. However, everybody that's ever picked up a microphone and rapped has been washed on a record before. No one is exempt. Nobody. All the greatest Nas has got washed. Wayne has got washed. God damn it, Jay-Z himself has told niggas that he got washed on that Run This Town by Ye. So if he's not exempt... Man, what the hell does T.I. What the hell T.I. think he is, dude? Of course he's been watched on a song, and that's okay. If you need references, please go see Sorry featuring Andre 3000, because even though T.I.'s verse was fire, Andre 3000's was legendary, dude. Go see uh, the No Mercy album with Kanye West. Kanye washed him, and I get it. He had a whole bunch of legal shit going on on that album. Scarface washed him on that album, too. Uh, he had a whole bunch of legal shit going on, so I get that. I slid him a pass. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. He's been dusted on the record before. He's delusional if he thinks different. The T.I. disrespect is nuts. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> I just want to put that out there to let everybody know. The reason that he got to come out and say shit like this is because niggas like you. You disrespect and laugh at T.I. when he makes these boisterous statements. He's had to do this his whole career. 
and let you guys know that he's the king of the fucking South. Now, you oh did a cute God. thing there because you wrapped up everybody in there, so it's almost impossible to disagree with that. You put Jay and Nas and all these niggas that can wrap their ass off in there, which is almost true, but fact of the matter is, washed T.I. rapping-ass nigga. And I think that's more so the point that he was making. Like, it ain't a nigga that's gonna pull up a track and, like, the other people from the South, like y'all are trying to say that they just get watched because they on a track with a nigga from New York. That's never happened to T.I. in his career. There's never been a time that he's been on a track with a nigga and nigga was like, oh, T.I. didn't bring it to the table. Now, did the nigga have a better verse than him? That's yeah, cap. sure. You're right. No, but nigga. You never heard T.I. on a song. time when he got on a song, I was like, he didn't bring it. He wasn't talking about nothing, bro. Stop. It was probably with like Sporty Boy G and it was Who like his mixtape. <laughs> whoever that is that's what i'm saying it was just mixtape that you heard and ti did it because he was cool with his cousin like that's when you heard him but anytime that he has been on a track with a big dog anything like he brought it unless it was like legal trouble i give you that kanye verse kanye ripped that and scarface murdered that that's what and i'm saying but that was album. legal that i give him a pass for that album because okay. it was legal trouble around that no mercy but, i give him a pass for the whole album dude the whole album is funny uh, but just, I get, I get. My point is, I get what Ti is saying. I get where he's going with this. Niggas don't respect him enough to be like, oh, well, I don't even like. Niggas don't even want to consider him in that vein when he say that. Like niggas want to laugh that off, but all truth be told, like it's the king of the south. Y'all, please go go pull up. Welcome to my world, or excuse me, welcome to the world, featuring like Kanye West. To the world of and, and listen to him get because Ti wasn't talking about. Nothing don't do on that. there. Don't do that. Ti did okay. all right. Well, it, it seems like by his standard, was, it seemed like that was a recycled verse. Like they got Ti, they got that Ti verse from somewhere. Oh, Yay was hype. Yay was just fresh out of somewhere. Jay had just dissed him or something. Like something was going on in Yay life where he had to get some shit off his chest, and that was just an older Ti verse, probably he recorded before he got locked up. But Yay ripped that motherfucker. I ain't gonna take nothing away from. Him. <laughs> what is, welcome to the world on the ti versus tip no it's on it's on no mercy no mercy yeah no mercy and that's yeah. scarface that, scarface uh outwrapped him even more so on that other song god yeah. scarface ripped it you gotta look that up i'm saying, no, I'm saying, I'm saying that song that you're referring to oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. but he yeah. i think that he did a better job than yay and ti that's possible the, the, the moral of the story is he's been dusted on the song before. That's it. That's all. And it's okay. But this is what happens when you come out and make these bold, fake claims that you haven't. Stop. Well, you, you got to do that if you're the king of the South. You make bold claims. And niggas who hate on the king of the South is going to have problems with it. But in reality, niggas know this shit is true. Who, better, probably, who, who had the better verse him on Andre 3000, dude? I didn't say that niggas haven't outrapped him before. I never said that. <laughs> I'm saying you got to come out and say shit like this when you T.I. just to remind niggas oh, how cold God. you is. He must niggas, got something on the way. Niggas, niggas be forgetting because these last dime traps and shit came out how cold T.I. was. But it was at one point in time they was calling him the Jay-Z of the South and it wasn't because he was making Southern bangers. It was because he was ripping it on niggas. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at the last niggas sleep on these last couple of TIs though, but that's another story though. For another day, they, they ain't, they ain't early like TI though. I understand no, what you're you saying. Right. They're not they bad, not but they ain't like I'm serious trap music. That's true. They're not the heyday. Legend. Yeah. Yeah. That's they good. They good. Um, speaking of albums, man, your man's the artist formerly known as YBN Corday. He had to cut that YBN, man. They went, they went on in that shit. He had to cut that shit off. Yeah, no, um, about that here. Absolutely, man. This long-awaited second album from a bird's eye view dropped. I feel like this dropped at a weird time, but I'll, I'll talk a little bit more to that in a minute. You know how we get down, man. We like to talk about our initial thoughts, some of our hits on the project, some of the misses, things that didn't quite connect, and then we'll have a rating. But first, I want to know what your anticipation level was headed into this project man coming off of that last project the lost boy i thought the core day was gonna be one of those dudes i thought that going into the new generation if you were to have i know i've spoken against it this was even going to exist after cole kendrick and 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 the top the drake that we have now 
the top three, I thought that moving forward, you would just have these different pockets of people that like people. You wouldn't really have a universal ranking, but if you did, Corday would be near the top uh, for everybody. And that being said, I'm not sure in this day and age, to my point, what you do with that. I'm not sure how you market that when it's not time for an album to come out. Like, what are you doing as far as features? You just out rapping niggas. And how interesting is that? Like Guru just came out and he said something uh, two weeks ago. Well, I'm like, he said it and it made sense, especially listening to this album. And I get into that in a moment, but he was like, I'm tired of listening to niggas rap about how good they rap. Mm. Like it ain't just like it in today's time in 2022, it gotta be something more interesting than that. So to answer the question on the anticipation, I know Corday can rap and I know that last album was dope. So my expectation for this were very high, but then leading up to it, I didn't see enough to get me excited about it. I was high because I knew the potential was there, but they didn't do a lot. He didn't do a lot, even with freestyles, even with singles, even with the, the appearances that he made. It still wasn't known. I was like, I got to hear this. Like when it dropped at midnight, it didn't yeah. do that for me. What about for you? Yeah, we touched on it a little bit last episode, but I'm I was super excited about um about this album. Of course, if you missed the last episode, make sure you check it out. We talked, we kind of gave our preview for 2022 um for the drops. And this was one of the ones I was looking forward to. Um I I did like the Lost Boy, but I felt like there was a lot left on the table. I felt like he was just scratching the surface with that one. Uh, and then when he dropped the EP last year, I really, really liked that. It was called Justin Teal. But then he sprinkled a single or two that didn't really move me, kind of similar to what you were saying. I, the Super came out. The joint with Roddy Rich came out. And I think I want to say the joint with Lil Wayne came out. And they were cool. Those I like more as a when they're in the project than I did as Corday's new single, Press Play. They didn't really move me like that at that time. I felt a little different about them when I heard them within the context of the album. But I was super excited about this because I think he's got the potential to do big things. And I, and like, he a young dude, I watched his breakfast club interview. He a young dude. He seems to get it. Um, even at 24, I believe 23, 24, super young. He seems to kind of be one of those dudes that hung around a lot of, it seemed like he hung around a lot of old heads and he just, and you can also get that vibe with some of the music too, in a good way. Like, he don't come off as like washed at 24, 25. He just come off as like, he does not entertain by like the bullshit that, sometimes younger people can get caught up in and i'm speaking for myself when i was young too not just this generation um but i was looking forward to this though for sure what did you think when you heard it um when i heard it it confirmed that he could rap it did do that but as i move through it even for me like i'm you know we i've been listening to music we've been listening to music around each other for over a decade a slower tempo is fine with me. I don't have no problem with low beats per, is it BPMs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't got no problem with low BPMs. But this felt like it was too slow. Like it, it didn't, nothing on this tape really just jumped out and was like, hi, gotcha, grabs you. Or made you like, gave you that, like what Jay-Z was looking for in the Black Album documentary, gave you that bounce. Like where was the bounce at? And I know Corday ain't necessarily that type of rapper, but still it goes to what you were getting to kind of, and I'm going to take you to run with it. It's like, he's a 24 year old. It's just not that interesting. Like he said a lot on that first album. It was dope. It was a dope first album. Thanksgiving was one of my favorites. songs. there was some dope concepts on there. This album just wasn't as interesting. If like you said, he put a lot on the table with that album. And I think that he went back to the table with this album. And it just wasn't a lot there. It just wasn't, it didn't grab me. There wasn't a lot there as far as, ah, oh, man, that's dope. That's a cool story. Like the most interesting part of the album for me was the beginning with the guy in jail and those bars. That was dope. Uh, but yeah, everything he was else, it. yeah, he was ripping it. Now everything else just sounded like very vanilla. It sounded like if Chance the Rapper could make good music. Mm. Like, that's what... I, I actually know what you mean when you say that. Yeah. That's crazy. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. The thing is, I think I think he doesn't have a... Um, he doesn't really have an origin story. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't have a story. Like, I, like, to where people recognize it and it adds context to what he's talking about. It makes you feel like he's a boring person because it's like, how did you get here? Um... 
which is like what a lot of questions a lot of people question with a nigga like chance bro how did you get here bro like who are you my who are you like you know what i'm saying like think of all the superstars bro you can name j stories nigga how they went to how they went to the record label nigga with the duffel bag of the money you can say the 50 story nigga shot nine times nigga the game story, he got shot, he listened to all these classic albums, then started rapping. Like, when you can name stories like that, and, and it builds up character. It makes the person more interesting. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's Absolutely. what he's lacking. And to your point, it's something so simple, but that speaks exactly to your point. The YBN thing. Yeah. Like, having that YBN thing, like, you were the dude out of that crew that was smart. Oh, he's the guy that, you know, like, even with the hot boys, you pick your favorite one. Speaking of yep. our generation, well, even with this one, you associate with other people, then people are going to look more into you specifically because they gravitate you out of the group. Thanks. Now there's no YBN, it's just Corday. It's like you're saying, like, what's the story? YBN, that thing in front of it created the story because people associate it with, oh, that's like ASAP, or that's like uh, right, YSL, right. or whatever you wanted to name. It was more familiar. It triggered stuff in people's head. So there was almost like something there, like you said, a, a story. But with this, it's just, yeah, just it. I'm going to tell, tell you what hurts him. And and I was talking to, I forgot who that, that's, that's think of a DP. And he was like, man, I'm listening to this Corday and he's somebody, I just can't put my finger on it. And I'm going to tell you who he is to me. Who he is, He's early J. Cole minus three things. Minus the Versace shirt at the BET Awards. Minus the Jay-Z co-sign. And he's minus the fact that he can make beats. So he doesn't mm. have to make his own shit. So two of those are positives. Because not being the, the, the Versace shirt, J. Cole, is a great thing. You can skip past that and go straight to your 14-whatever um, drive bag, and you can just do how you really feel because he comes off authentic. And then also, he doesn't make his own beat, so you're not strapped down with the, the weight of your own production being a detriment, which is what happened to J. Cole for so long. Mm. But I think that no cosign, the J. Cosign helped Cole, in my opinion, even though he was talented. That cosign is huge. Corday has no cosign, dude. Like none. And so I feel like, and the YBN camp don't count because we don't give a shit about what they think. Like we just don't, we don't care. So it's like, I feel like that would help how we look at him, in my opinion. If somebody bigger, cooler, with more stature would cosign him, it would help. I promise you. It did it did wonders for Drake with Wayne, bro. I promise you. Drake was lame as fuck before Wayne said he was cool. A cosign always helps. That you're, that's absolutely right. But I disagree with the J. Cole, and that's been floated out there a lot. And here's the difference, I think, with the J. Cole and Corday. As I mentioned, I just don't think that he's that interesting. And where you spark that interest, and this is no, like, no fault to him if he's a smart dude and he's been, like, I, he, like, J. Cole's introspective is what makes him interesting. Like being able for him to have the song on 2014 where he talked about losing his virginity or if you go all the way back to Friday Night Lights and he talking about shit not making the basketball team. There are ebbs and flows of his album where he tells you he the shit, but he also lets you know like how hard it was to getting to being the shit. And he spreads those out good. Like J. Cole does a fantastic job of giving you both of them, but spreading it out. With Corday, it's it's not as spread out like I, I hear him say he been through stuff on this album, but more so I'm hearing him say how he's talking to Jack Dorsey on Twitter. And that's cool, but nobody want to hear a smart guy brag about that shit. Like, do you, you know, where, do you know where he's from? I don't. That That's what I'm exactly that's part of it. You're absolutely right. But that goes <laughs> to the point of what I'm saying in his bars like that should be in there. Like yep. that should be in there instead of you dropping the bars about Jack Dorsey and how dope you is and how great and wonderful you're living life and you're doing meditation and yoga. That's fine, my nigga. But what's the story? Like you said, where are you from? Like the rolling me, through, but- like he did a whole song about rolling through his mom hood. I don't even know where his mom hood is. <laughs> like the whole song, dude, it was about rolling through his mom hood. And I can't even remember for the life of me where that is now. Now let's be clear. He's from the he's from the DMV area, but that but that's my point though. Those are 
there's a there's a rapper starter kit. Where you're from is a piece of that. The cosign is another piece. The backstory is another piece. Where you're from is is big, dude. And I and I know maybe it shouldn't be, maybe it should, if that's fair, foul, whatever. But that adds to the context of who you are. And like you said, you don't know where he's. I know it's the DMV. I just can't remember exactly. I think somewhere in Maryland, some shit. And maybe it's not sexy where he's from, dude. Maybe he's from some ra- regular ass town, and that's what he's kind of rapping about and banking on. And so sometimes you have to talk about how you can text Jack Dorsey because where you're from isn't interesting. Maybe that's the case. He's not from L.A., Atlanta, Chicago. Like it, it, it but she, maybe Jack Hall from Greenville, North Carolina. But it was interesting because, oh, I seen my homeboys doing this and this is how it affected Fayetteville. me. Like, it, it was dope how he put it up. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's Fayetteville, but. Fayetteville, yeah. Love yeah, Fayetteville. yeah, yeah. But still, you're right. That, that ain't. Oh, he from Raleigh. <laughs> he from Raleigh, North Carolina. He well, see, that's the North thing. Carolina. He was born one place, but raised in the other. I think what he was raised was in, in Maryland. Uh, According, if I remember correctly, from the Breakfast Club interview, it was something to that effect. But the the fact of the matter is that we we got to sit here and guess and do all that. Like, no, dude, like that's that's part of it. So I, I understand what you're saying. Getting to the music, though, for me, I thought I thought as soon as I heard it, my very first thought when it was over with was this better than the Lost Boy off top? Like it was already better than that, in my opinion. Off wham, I thought the songs were fire, dude. Like I I I, I like the vibe that he was on. And I think you have to be in a certain mood to listen to it. Because you got to remember, we're we not that far removed from hotel Twitter accounts tweeting about J. Cole going to sleep the J. Cole albums, dude. Like, we're not that far removed from that. If we want to talk about who's interesting or not. So that used to be the knock on Cole, too. <laughs> Thanks. So, so, so that's why I say he reminds me of early Cole. Because I can understand, yo, bro, mid-tempo joints. I need some 808s. I, can, I understand that completely. And no, he's not that type of rapper, and neither is Cole, but he's kind of found a nice medium in between that. And Cole also makes, like, records. He's found a way to make, like, really good singles, too. And I don't think Corday has found that lane quite yet, even though you don't necessarily need that, but it just shows the versatility with Cole because they're inevitably going gonna, inevitably gonna, gonna to be compared to each other because they're the most similar. He gives me Cole of this generation more than anybody else, more than, like, a Nas. Mm, I, I, I see, not. like I said, I see what you're saying. I just don't think it's a fair comparison to Cole because Corday maybe he'll develop it in the, later on in his career. He just That's don't positive. got it. Like even what you're saying with the, the songs, it ain't even got to be a single. And I give you the example of um, how Cole album started, like with Cameron on there, and like. A, a but lot that's, of the, time. that's fully developed code. Yeah, that's just like knowing your bag and like how yes. I'm gonna fuck these niggas up. But exactly. my point to that is. Cole, a lot of times you'll find yourself listening like, damn, what did he say? What did that nigga say? He one of those dudes. Corday not one of those dudes. Like, yeah, you know he rapping his yeah. ass off, but he ain't one of those dudes where you like, damn, what, what did he say? Yeah, he, running nah, he, not back. yet. Not, not yet. yet. And I ain't saying he can't be. He just ain't right, there right. yet for me. Uh, but to get into the music and what stood out and what I liked about the album, as I'm pulling it back up, I like the single Super. It was dope. Again, yeah, the shallows, the shallows intro, and and hit the super. That's one of those songs where he actually does do that. Where you like, damn, what are you saying? Yeah, Again, he, that's he the one why I mentioned about Jack Dorsey too. But he still he's ripping it. That's yeah, that's his bag as far as ripping it. He need to develop that out some more. Take that a little further. But I like the intro. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, as far as stuff that I fuck with West Lake High, it had more of a bop than the rest of the stuff on here. Uh, yeah. But those are the ones for me that I like the most. What about you? Yeah, I like I like the fact, that, and I can tell that he's learning to balance the sounds, right? Because you got Super, and then you got the, the Today with Gunner that's got the 808. Like, that's and that knocked in the whip. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sounded good. And he did that on the EP. He had the song with Q-Tip on one end, and then on the other end, he got the, he got the bop with Young Thug that had more of kind of the southern cadence to it. And so he's trying to find that balance and act similar to Cole <laughs> doing songs with 21 Savage and shit. But anyway, uh, joints were here that I fucked with. Um, I thought the Mama's Hood was banging, bro. Like, I, I fuck with that heavy. I like today with Gunner. All we need to do is just take Gunner off. Uh, that'll make You're it even Gunner better. Fan, really? No, not really. Even though I ain't gonna lie, I'm giving Gunner a hard time, but he got a couple on that album, though. I ain't gonna lie. You ain't keeping it P. <laughs> he got a couple on that. I ain't gonna lie. 
Um, I like the champagne glasses with Freddie and Stevie Wonder. Not sure what happened to the Nas appearance, um, but we got the Stevie Wonder harmonica appearance, which I'm always here for. And that West Lake High is fire. That beat crazy. Yeah, that little sample like or whatever the fuck that is, that shit banging. Um, but there, there was a lot to hear on here that I liked, though. I'm not even gonna lie. What didn't work for you? I want to add one from me to that. It was like I I find myself more so than ever skipping the the, the female led songs to where they're talking like the cheesy overdone bars to the chick. I think he did a good job though. I think he did a good job with the female led song on what you want from me. It was pretty cool to yeah, hear that fair. perspective and, and, and lay it out like that. As you say, a well thought out young man, especially yeah. 24 years old to drop it on those bars on that song. That's dope. Uh, what didn't work for me, John Michael, I didn't actually like the song. Really? But I, I didn't like him changing his voice up and doing that. I, I, that. I was looking for something more from him, but that wasn't it. That one Damn. I was looking for. That's all banging. I didn't like it. I did not like that. And I don't think the song Chronicles with going back to my female led like <sighs> two songs. I ain't like that song with her and Dirk. I feel like he was just trying to throw them on there. Those features could have been used way, way better. Uh, you're going to get her to lace you on the hook, man. Like, give me something different. I don't want to see her, like, with a Jew and Dirt. I just don't want to see yeah. that. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, he fumbled that 100%. And the Ryder Rich, if that had been Future, that probably would have been one of my likes. But since it mm. wasn't Future, it just would have, it, it was just like a bonus as he threw it on there. Like, so I don't know yeah. if take it, it goes against it or what. But if that had been future, that could have been a dope ass single. Um, that would have been fire. It would have just sounded better. Ryder Rich did an okay job, but you could tell it wasn't future. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on the joint with her and Lil Dirk. That that was a letdown. Um, he sounded a little out of his element on there. I wasn't really feeling that. You could have cut that down to a minute. It had just been a her like interlude. <laughs> that would have been cool. And with that would have been fire. That, that would have gave me what I was looking for as far as some more creativity. That's what I'm saying. I ain't need a full song, man. I ain't going to lie. And then the two the two bonus tracks were, I'm, I'm good. Those could have been. You, I would have rather him taken two off the EP and put them on the end of this and made this 14 and take and take them two. The one with Eminem and the one with Roddy, I'm super good on. Um, I would have rather him swap those out. But I, I actually enjoy the album. I think it's going to grow on me even more. I think some of those slower tempo songs going to grow on you too, though. I, I, I think um, once you run them back, and you kind of peep what he's saying. Like, he's saying some real shit, man. He, he comes off as a likable dude because he's self-aware. That's, that's one reason I fuck with him. I like when people understand who they are and they don't come off as Mr. Perfect. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They come off as flawed. They come off as regular motherfuckers just like the next person. And so that, and he gives me those vibes in the music and he gives me the vibes in, uh, like in, like in interviews and shit. So I rock with him, man. What, what type of rating are you going to give this project, man? Mm. It hurts me to say this, but I got to go two and a half reels. Mm. I wanted to be up in about the fours and four and a halves with him on all of his drops just based off that last album, but Lost Boy. But I got to go two and a half. This better than Lost Boy, dude. That's crazy. No. Um, no. Tough. And you want to talk about mid-tempo shit, bro. Lost Boy full of that, dude. It's better, though. Like It's more like soul mid-tempo. It's like just, mm. I don't know like what this is. Reminds yeah, me of, like something, something different. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four. I really like it. I think the album is fire. Um, th this is what I need. Give me twelve tracks of that piff, dude. Like that's all I need. I wish more people would follow that blueprint. I don't need twenty six songs. With all due respect to Donda and Kanye, I don't need a triple CD, dude. Just give me twelve to fifteen tracks. The interludes were fired. His man was spitting like he was reading that shit, dude. <laughs> Like his man was snapping. Like I'll listen to that. Get his bail money ready, nigga. Get that nigga out, nigga. Jeez. Like he was ripping that shit, and so he talked about that on Breakfast Club, like who that is and what that actually, what that meant or whatever. And so that was cool. Um, but again, like remember, we don't know who that is. Like remember when when Jay talked about Emory and getting him out of. We know the backstory and everything, dude. Like we know who that is, even though I get it. He's had more time to tell it. But it just it just adds to it. It adds to the layers. I hate to keep, I hate to compare them to niggas that got 10, 12 albums. Like that's not really fair, but still. Oh, shit. Even even um early on with Nelly. 
And the nigga, what was it? City Spud was trying to get Rick out. City. The nigga wrote a band-aid. Like, you just get the story again. Back to the story. But, but and being from St. Louis and having an accent, that, that all helped too, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had some place to claim. Yeah. I, I hate to make it like we piling on them for not being from fucking Miami, but I, we're just saying this this attributes to why some people would have the reaction that they have of him not being interesting. That's all. And it's a good thing, too. Like, we want to know more. I'm exactly. not saying this in the sense of, ah, man, this nigga dropped the ball and we don't know nothing. Get him out of here. I'm saying it right, in the right, sense right. of, like, I just want him to, like, I want to know more in the music. Like, not having to go to a Breakfast Club interview and finding out stuff, like, through the music. I, I think that's cool. It makes you more of a fan. But yeah, I want to be still messing with Naomi. Me. I think so. That's a flex, though. You got to talk about it. <laughs> you got to pop shit on that. What are you doing? He didn't want to be too. He didn't want to do too much on that. It's a flex. Fuck that. Facts. With <laughs> wins and losses time. Facts. We to the wins and the losses of the weeks. I gave it a two and a half. You gave it a four. That's our rating for a bird's eye view review for Corday's album, man. I like that title, too. Yeah, I like that. And I like um, how his homeboy like, wrapped it in in the beginning, too. In his yeah, That's that outside. was hard. Yeah. Hey, man, let us know what y'all think of that Corday project, man. Uh, leave a comment on that TV show on Instagram or on YouTube, of course. We appreciate that. Hit that subscribe button, too, after you leave that comment. Um, wins and losses time. We got an LT, man, Kodak Black, who has been making the rounds lately. He got him a brand new hit and does not know how to act. He ran out of gas on the side of the road and then hopped on Instagram to talk about it, man. Taking. How you ran out? Of, how you run out of gas in 2022? Knock on wood, though, in case my dumb ass don't do it. He was on that super gremlin time, man. He's getting this <laughs> super gremlin on, man. I knew it was a wrap for my boy Sunday when they came out to that super gremlin in San Francisco, man. I was hot about it too. I knew I from, that. from that point when the, the, the I don't know who it was, it was Trent Williams, the one of they linemen yeah. came out word for word with the Trent with the uh, super gremlin. I was hurt, man. I said, yeah. God damn. You know, <laughs> It's, you in for a long night, nigga. Come Man, out long night, nigga. Come out to that Kodak Super Gremlin. Uh, um, we got another L to your man, Young Thug, YSL, Gunner. They got kicked off their private jet for reasons unknown. I don't know. They said that, they said the pilot was hating on the low. They ended up getting to where they needed to go, man. They had gonna explain this on Breakfast Club. He said Drake called him, said you need the plane. Travis Scott called him, you need my plane. You good? So having friends, this is a W for having friends that have private jets that they can loan you, but it's an L for getting kicked off of one. Are you tripping? That Travis Scott plane ain't going nowhere. He that motherfucker that grounded motherfucker. right now. <laughs> Come get this motherfucker tomorrow, my nigga. Where you got to go? Uh, that motherfucker got a full tank, nigga. Full tank, chilling. couple pilots on deck, nigga. You can act as right as you want to, my nigga. We need to work over here. <laughs> I don't like this, though, man. I don't like this. They said he, they, they disrespected uh, one of the, the crew members and right. the, the, this is the pilot's reaction to it. And I, it just got me to think, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, and I know the pilot's on the plane, but if I got that much money, man, you going to get off this motherfucker before I do. I promise <laughs> you that. Like, I don't he had to, get, this now, he had to get where they were going, though. You can't sit there all day on your Rosa yeah. Park shit, bro, because you got business Boy, to attend to. That's true. But if I was on my petty shit, nigga, we can sit to this motherfucker and do a stare down. Nigga, you gonna get off this bitch before I do. Nigga, my money long, nigga, and I got friends. Nigga, you, if anybody gonna leave you is, nigga, what you talking about? But yeah, I ain't like this. Like, I ain't like him flexing as much. I feel like that there was some pent-up aggression from the pilot. He probably got disrespected before. Ask Thug them said they claim they didn't do anything. But it's yeah. an ugly situation. Yeah, man. Rich people um, problems. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of rich problems uh, or just being rich, W to Meek Mill. He, Kevin Hart, and Michael Rubin donated, wait for it, $15 million to be distributed to Philadelphia schools, man. Super dope look. That's a lot of bread. It is, man. I wish that Meek Mill would have statements tied to these as opposed to just random dumbass statements that he make like, Eating booty tastes like whatever he just said recently, or it didn't make him depressed. But I smoke weed every day. 
Stop smoking, yeah. bro. Like it ain't that hard. Like, but that was strange. Yeah. I don't know what that was about. Shout out to this and what they did for the city of Philadelphia uh, for those students. That's really dope. I wish Meek would involve himself more with this and put statements out behind it as opposed to the random dumb shit that you see from him. It makes you not make it hard to root for me. I agree, man. Uh, let's go to On Decker of the Week. We are going to YouTube. Shout out to Travis Green T. Uh, he commented, Fab can rap but he's boring compared to 3K. Of course, we talked about that last week. Reason said that Fabulous was a better rapper than 3,000. You disagreed, and so did Travis Green T. We appreciate that comment, bro. Also, additional deckers of the week. Uh, first, uh, cop the shirts when they went on sale this week. We did drop the On Deck TV show shirts, so y'all go get them some. Links are in the bio. Shout out my guy Danny Morgan, longtime listener, and shout out my guy TK Maurice, man luxury hey. in the veal but yeah y'all go check some, the shirts out grab a couple of them good price for y'all nice quality support the team absolutely man shout out big jeff too man he caught he big pulled jeff up and real early i forgot about him you're right yes yes sir yes sir we appreciate the support y'all like he said link is in the bio or link is in the description i should say mm-hmm. um give me a put on man what you got for me I have a new book that I'm reading, and it is by Michael Eric Dyson via the Audible app. This is not an ad, um, but Michael Eric (laughs) Dyson, and it's called Entertaining Race. And he's essentially just breaking down how black people have been in the entertainment business since day one in America and the effects of being in the entertainment business. It's a slow start, but it's, it's the, the concept is dope. I'm, I'm eager to learn the history behind just black people in entertainment in America and the effects of it. So I can't wait to dive into that and let y'all know how that is. Entertaining Race by Michael Eric Dyson. Oh, yeah. Now, that sounds interesting as fuck. And I'm here for Michael Eric Dyson. I fuck with him. And he's reading it, too. So. All the uh, okay, okay. like listening to a podcast. Yeah, so that means you're not really reading the book, then. Let me real. We got, we got 20 hey, we hours. Got, we, I get credit. We got for saying we read a book, listen. guys. Say we listen to it. It's new words. Listen, it's not it's 20 hours long. However, I'm getting 20 hours of information from Mike Eric Dyson. I'll take it. If it's a whatever, if you whatever you label it, them 20 hours, I get a badge or something for it. Shit. <laughs> uh, I put off though. I got to put off too. If you if, what's that? I'm there. Let me hear. Grand Crew on NBC, the black quote unquote version of Friends. Oh my God, that's the worst show I've ever seen in my life. Easily bottom three worst shows I've ever seen in my life. It's down there with Homeboys and Outer Space. Homeboys and Outer Space was slick funny though. Did this worse than Homeboys (laughs) and Outer Space? These people are so, this shit is trash, dude. It's so disrespectful. I was so disrespected trying to watch this for 30 minutes, dude. Grand Crew is a disrespectful show. I feel like this is a room full of white people and they're like what they think black people act like. That's what this show is. It looked bad, though. It looked bad. Have you watched an episode? Absolutely. Now, the trailer was terrible. Try to watch an episode. It's like a room full of white people sit together like, okay, how do black people think and talk? And this is what they came out with. Shit's nuts. It's an easy pass. Um, Man, my put on is simple, guys. It's network news. Fresher Than Your Average podcast is back. Make sure y'all check out the feed. Uh, we did our top 10 sneakers of 2021. And we've got some YouTube content dropping probably when you uh, when you hear this. So YouTube.com. Make sure you search Fresher Than Your Average podcast, man. Check out some of the content. We would greatly appreciate it. You have a favorite shoe from last year off the dome? Or, or one that you may have copped something in the closet? Oh. Shit, I don't even know what came out. Give me like the top. Three, give me some ideas. Like cool grays, yeah, lightning no fours. It was a couple of uh, you know, hella Jordan ones. It was some ones. It had to be some ones that I copped. Some mochas. Uh what were those last year? Nah, that might be year before. I don't know. This shit's running to go. Ones is my favorite shoe now. So anytime I get some ones, I'm happy. Mm, okay. Yeah, I, I like buying ones and like getting them out of the box. So any ones that came out this year that I copped with my favorites. What about you? Jordan one mids. No, absolutely. Not. <laughs> I look like I'm extra to you, nigga. <laughs> Real nigga over here, man. <laughs> Copping no mids. Mids low key back though. Are you bullshit? Shout out to twin man. <laughs> my number one was them uh, a mom and year threes though. I thought that was that was the best shoe last year in my opinion. It was fire. 
Yeah, man. Make sure y'all check that out, man. J-Ho got his list. I got my list. Fresher Than Your Average podcast. Search that right now. Anything else before we get out of here? Nah, man. Back in the spaceship before this month. I can't wait to do that and give you guys some new content once we get through this quarantine and we out. Yes, Talk sir. to shirts. All-